You're listening to an L.A. Kings podcast. For more episodes of this and every other Kings program, visit LAKings.com slash podcast. You're listening to the Rainy Day Podcast, the official podcast of the Ontario Rain, with your hosts, Jesse Cohen and Zach Dooley. Now, it's time to get in the pod. Hey there, Rain fans and King fans. Jesse Cohen here. Zach and I recorded this about two weeks ago with the intention of including it in another episode of the Rainy Day Podcast, but the opportunity never presented itself. We recorded it before we had any idea what the Taxi Squad rules might be or how they might impact AHL rosters moving forward. So bear that in mind, and I hope you enjoy our conversation with Jack. Joining us from Greenville and Swamp Swamp Rabbits Training Camp, excuse me, Jack Sadak. How are you doing today, Jack? Good. I'm doing good. How about you guys? Excellent. Now, the ECHL is only operating with a few teams, but the Swamp Rabbits are one of those teams. You guys have opened camp. You guys have already played a preseason game. So how does it feel to be playing hockey in the midst of a pandemic? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, it's been eight (laughs) months for all of us. So obviously a little change. Um, uh, We had a good week of practice before that game and he let us through everything we needed to know. And uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, we didn't do well. I thought we played I mean, it's eight months off, like I said, and uh, you can always get better. But <clears throat> he's been teaching us what we did wrong, what we did good, harping on the good stuff. So it's obviously a little different um, with eight months off. But I think we did fine as a team and hope to get better. Now, this offseason, you signed a deal with the Ontario Reign. Last season, you played with the Americans uh, in the ECHL. I'm curious what about the Ontario Reign uh, drew you to them and what was the decision-making process behind signing that contract? Um, I thought it'd be a good opportunity for me. Um, obviously, great area too. Never been to LA, never been to California, so definitely be cool when camp starts. Hopefully, to check out that place. And um, I don't know. I've always just loved watching LA growing up and watching like Dowdy, and he's always been my favorite guy. And just thought it was always a cool organization. So there have to be like a lot of differences between what's going on right now and what you've had in the past. So, so what are some of the things that have been altered or adjusted because of uh, like the COVID pandemic? Um, I'd say biggest thing has just been the, I mean, tests are, tests are bad. You got to do those every <laughs> twice a week. Can't stand that thing up my nose, but got to do it. Um, but yeah, just before we go into the rink, just get your temperature, make sure everything's right do a little test, make sure everything's good there. And then mask on always in the rink, um, which it should be. And um, yeah, I'd say that's the biggest change, just mask on and just being careful about everything. Even during skates or just when you're... No, no, no. Just okay. like in the, <laughs> like walking in and changing area. But on ice, no. I can't do that, I don't think. Have you gotten a chance at... at to, to gauge the fan base at all. I mean, I've been to a Stingrays game, um, obviously the team you played and you play on the 11th and I was blown away. I mean, I know I shouldn't be, I'm a Kings fan in Southern California, hardly a, you know, a historical hockey hotbed, but I was really surprised at the fan participation and and how much the crowd got into it to the, to the game. I went, obviously it's going to be a little bit difficult this season to tell, but what was your, what was your impression of the fan base so far? Yeah, that's what I was curious before the game. I was asking guys, like, what do you, how many people do you think are going to show tonight? Um, we actually got a decent amount. Um, there's actually a lot of South Carolina Stingray fans there, too. And, uh, I mean, it was good. 
they're obviously open for some hockey to come back and they got it and showed up and they were good for us. When I worked in the ECHL, we, we played South Carolina in the playoffs. Great, <laughs> great fan base. And those Southern yep. teams like, you don't always expect it, but like Allen, you know, usually did pretty well. Yep. Greenville does well. Like it's, it's funny in a way to see like these non-traditional areas have such a, like a diehard following. And you see that a lot in the ECHL, I think. Yeah. Um, Allen was great last year. Um, I just don't think they see a lot of hockey and they want to see what it's all about. And I think that's same here. Um, I mean, Clemson's 30 minutes down the road here. So got a lot of football here to watch, not, not hockey as much. So I think they just come out to see what it's like and they're liking it, I guess, if they keep coming. So we'll keep giving them a show. For those listening who may not know, Alan uh, in Texas, the Allen Americans you played for them, how does a Minnesota boy, the state of hockey, uh, <laughs> how do you adapt to uh, to playing in Texas, the state of uh, high school football? Oh man, it was crazy. I mean, I played high school hockey in Minnesota, college Minnesota, and then last year was my actual first year, like being out of Minnesota, the state of Minnesota. So it was a big change. Um, I'd say I have a story. Um, first day coming in, drive we drove down and um, drove past this huge football stadium. And we're like, what college is this? It's gotta be a college. And it was the high school football stadium. We were like, holy crap, this thing is holds like 20,000. So wow. we thought it was literally a college stadium. We were like, okay, we're from Minnesota. Hockey's the sport there. And now we come down here and these stadium, high school stadiums are just giants. So it's pretty cool. Playing for the University of Minnesota for four years and, and high school, as you said, what do you suppose the biggest crowd you played in front of was? Um, probably my senior year of high school, actually, in the state tournament, there was probably roughly 20,000 that came as at the Exxon Energy Center. So that was for sure the biggest I played in front of. Did you make the all flow team? No, I do not <laughs> no. have, I do not have the hair for that. My D partner did though. Did he? Yep. Did he get, did so, he get the, they get the golden comb, right? Golden comb and then a bunch of warrior stuff. So he was pumped about that. <laughs> not bad. Cam's not here to uh, to chirp about college hockey. So I'll just ask: uh, Do you follow the University of Minnesota now? That you, now oh yeah. Done? They're, yeah, they're good this year, seven and all. That's right. Started Brock off. Faber, Kings prospect. Uh, oh, yeah. from. Yep, he's looking good. I mean, they got a young group, and they honestly look just. They keep getting better and better every game I watch. So it's good to see that they're being successful. Now you signed with the uh, Ontario Reign. You said it, it, you felt it might give you a, a good opportunity to further your career this season. The NHL may be expanding the rosters, maybe going with a sort of, uh, I'm blanking on the term, uh, but a traveling taxi squad. squad. That's it. Thank you, Zach. Taxi, taxi squad, squad um, which could open up lots of possibilities on the Ontario blue line as well. Uh, you looking to, to make the leap from the ECHL to the a- AHL this season as well. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I feel like that's everyone's goal is just keep rising to whatever league you can get to. Um, yeah, that's for sure my goal going into yeah. camp. It's also another reason I came down here. They gave me the choice to come down here and skate. And I was like, for sure, we'll do it. I mean, it's going to do nothing but help me when the, the time comes for like an AHL camp. So for sure, I think I would love that to be a possibility. Is the plan for you guys to be able to come back for – like NHL or AHL camp when the time comes or yes. Yeah. That's what I've been told. Yep. Cool. When you are, you know, there with Greenville, like in ECHL, it's tough to do this at the beginning of the year because training camp is so short, 
especially this year. And like, have you found it at all like harder to build those relationships with teammates when you have all these guys coming in from different places and a week together and it's like, all right, let's go. We're, we're playing games a weekend. Um, I don't think that, I mean, everyone here is nice and easy to talk to and kind of in the, obviously all in the same situation. And um, yeah, I don't think it's that tough. We're all just learning the same things, whether it's just any neutral zone, defensive zone stuff. We've all learned it before. It just depends what coach wants. And yeah, we're all on good terms and hope to keep getting better here. How does the level of competition compare between the ECHL and the highest levels of NCAA hockey? Um, it's a good question. Um, I would say pretty much the same, obviously, obviously more skill up here. Just, I would say the biggest thing is structure wise NCAA might be a little bit, a little better. Um, just like defensive zone, like no one, cause when I was in college, there was, it was like a lot of defense. Like I taught a lot of defense, like physical and then. Once I got here, is more free reign kind of stuff. But either way is good. I like playing both ways. College hockey is notorious for like 2-1 games, right? I mean, not, yes, not so like, much this year what, what you're watching, but you see a lot of 2-1 hockey games in college hockey. Yeah, last year we were winning games like 6-5, stuff yeah. like that. So <laughs> definitely a change. If we're creating Jack Sadek in NHL 21. And I mean, I know you're in there cause I play NHL 21, but if we're, but if we're recreating you based on your opinion, are you a defensive defenseman, a two way mm-hmm. defenseman, a puck moving defenseman, an offensive defenseman, an enforcer oh, defenseman? I mean, you're a big guy. Six foot three. <laughs> I would not say enforcer, but <laughs> um, I would say a good puck moving defenseman that likes to play both ways. That's the best way I'd describe my game. Can be was, physical uh, if you need them, but I would not say enforcer. I would not put that in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you play the game, Jack, but I was reading the other day that if you are in the game and you play like the ultimate team version, you can request a 99 overall card of yourself and they will really? send it to you if you're an actual player in the game. <laughs> I did not know that. I got, some buddies who, I got some buddies who play. I'll, t- I'll let them know. Get them, uh, Get them a nice uh, – it'd be pretty cool. You see yourself with a 99 overall rating. Yeah. It's, it's got to be awesome. pretty, pretty nice. Uh, like we said, six foot three, you play defense. So this is the question that I love asking every defenseman. If you had an opportunity to score the game-winning goal or block a shot in the dying minutes of a game that would tie the game, your team's up one to yeah. nothing, which would you rather do? For sure, rather block a shot. That's the right answer. That's 100% the right answer. I don't need that recognition. Those forwards yeah. can take it. They love that stuff. You, you and Matt Roy are the only one that have, uh, that have ever answered that correctly. So <laughs> instantly among my favorite defenders. Let's go. Yep, let's go. <laughs> Do you remember any big block shots in your career? Mm. I, not a block shot. I remember my sophomore year college. I can't remember we were playing. Maybe Notre Dame. And it was like last minute they had their goalie pulled, they're down one. And I think the puck got tipped and just was like barely funneling towards the net. No one else saw it but me. I remember I dove back and kind of swatted it out there like 10 seconds ago. And yeah, it was a good feeling. Crowd went nuts. And yeah, for sure. I'd rather have that feeling than big goal. Let the forwards do that. I love it. 
You said you've never been to California. Hopefully you'll be out here for training camp. Is there anything on your list of things that you have to do when you get out here? I haven't really looked up anything. Um, obviously check out beaches. Um, I'd actually, I don't know. I'd have to ask a few, few buddies, see what's, see what's good around there. Even ask you guys, like, what's the, what's the play like for a first timer down there? In and out, right, Zach? <laughs> we had in and out in Allen. Oh, you did? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. No, yeah, all right. Right across Never mind. The ring. <laughs> it's a great, great pregame meal for, uh, for a hobby player too. Just a, a couple double doubles from in and out. <laughs> Well, then I can ask you what's, uh, what's better. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, what's better, in and out or Whataburger? Oh, geez. That was right across the rink, too. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. I know it's going to make you mad, but I think in and outs overrated. But I'd have to go with in and out over Whataburger. I've if only I had you. one Whataburger when I drove across country. And the only thing I remember is the ketchup was terrible. That's all. Okay. That's all so, I from Whataburger. <laughs> do you guys have like five guys down there? Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, I'd say that's my number one. We just, uh, we just asked Alex Turcott with, uh, if, uh, in and out, uh, was better than five guys. He went with five guys. So it sounds yeah. like uh, I, some consensus building. There. I'd say that's my number one for sure. <laughs> when I moved out here, I was like blown away with the number of different fast food places. Like I'm from upstate New York and we have yeah. like, you got your McDonald's and your Burger King and your Wendy's like the, the basics, but out here it's just like, it's insane. Like all this like <laughs> awful for you food that you can have whenever you want. <laughs> I don't know about awful. Only options. <laughs> Well, all right, Jack, we want to thank you for joining us. We look forward to you coming out here to California. Uh, we'll get you to a beach. We'll get you some in and out. And uh, we'll get, get you talking to, to Minnesota native Jack Jablonski, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Thanks again. Thank, take care.